if you could turn to 2 Samuel chapter 6 verses 10 through 11. If we took the census today and asked people in this sanctuary, name a biblical character that comes to mind. Probably some of us would say David, Abraham, Isaac, Peter, Paul, or maybe Elijah or Elisha and those boys. Because those names are mentioned quite often throughout the Bible. But I've always been fascinated by that individual who is only named once or twice throughout the scripture. And then when you go down and begin to uh, study out that character, you see the, uh, the integrity, the character, the commitment to God that he has. Today I'd like to preach about that one of those individuals. Second Samuel 6 10 says, So David would not move the ark of the Lord with him into the city of David. But David took it aside into a house of Abed Edom, the Gittite. This is right after Uzziah saw the ark going back and forth. He put his hand and God smoked him. And David was afraid. And so in verse 11, the ark of the Lord remained in a house of Obedim, the Gittite, three months. And the Lord blessed Obedim and all of his household. Next few moments, I like to preach from the standpoint of discoveries that are found in the presence of God. Discoveries that are found in the presence of God. You may be seated. As this ark came into the house of Obedim, I, I, like I said, I've always been fascinated because if you seek, if you search the scripture in the Old Testament, never has the ark of the covenant lived at a Jew's house. Elijah, the prophet of fire, never had the opportunity to live right beside the ark of the covenant for a span of three months. Elisha, even King David. Uh, some of those high patriarchs in the Bible never had the opportunity to have the Ark of the Covenant come and to reside with him for three months. And it speaks very highly of Obi-Edom because it's one thing when we say, I am going to search after the presence of God. But it's entirely different when the presence of God says, so you know what? I am going to come where you're at and I'm going to come to your house and you will be blessed. And so one of the things that we discover in the presence of God, just like Obedim, his household was blessed. And when we strive to live in the presence of God, he blesses us with a peace that passes all understanding. He blesses us with his mercy and with his grace. How many of you have been through the drive-thru? You make an order. You go up and you hand the money. But a woman said, hey, don't worry. Someone just took care of you. It's because you're blessed. How many times has money come into your house unexpectedly to pay rent? You want to know why? Because you're blessed when we live in the presence of God. Amen. And a second discovery of, based upon obedience life that we find in the presence of God is we find purpose. Now, Obi-Edom uh, Obi gets up 
and he goes back home after David comes and takes the ark he decides to unroot his family to go after the presence of God he literally moved from uh, from his house to the city of David what can make a man to uproot everything that he has to go after something it is the presence of God because when he discovers something in the presence of God just like Obi-Edom he said you know what I cannot stay where I'm at I tasted of something that was sweet and pleasant to my soul. So he gets up and he moves close to the city of David where he can become one of the gatekeepers. As he moves closer to God, God sees his commitment. And I want to say today, God sees your commitment. He sees the prayers that you make. He sees the tears that you cry day in and day out. And because of it, God will reward you because you have a strong desire to be in the presence of God. As Edom, as Obedom moves, he becomes a worship leader. In the south gate, God elevates him to be a gatekeeper. And eventually, he becomes a doorkeeper that gets access to the Ark of the Covenant. We all have a purpose. And when you strive to live in the presence of God, you begin to grow into that purpose. You begin to grow what God envisioned you to be. I love what Jeremiah 1 and 5 says. And I'm leaving the Amplified Version. Before I formed you in the room... I know you and approve of you as my chosen instrument. And before you was born, I consecrated you to myself as my own. I have appointed you as a prophet to the nations. And I know every here may not be a prophet, but when you begin to live in the presence of God, it's no one, it's not by accident that you begin to get messages to preach one day. It's not by accident you have a strong desire to be a Sunday school teacher. Because when you become in the presence of God, you just discover your purpose and you discover your calling amen man i love obedum i love his life i'm gonna come to a close with this if you could somebody help me out put first um, chronicles 26 and 8 on the board look at this all these sons of obedum they and their sons and their brother able men for strength for the service were three some and two of obedum you know how many sons and grandsons he had? 62. And Brother Matt, do you see it in the scripture? Brother John, Obedim knew that he found a discovery in the presence of God that says, it's not all about me. It is bigger than me. I was going to grow old and die. But so I got to make sure I train the next generation. And every one of his sons became a gatekeeper, a doorkeeper, or a worship leader. They were all strong men. And I close with this. Train up a child in a way that he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. And when you're in the presence of God, you discover it's not all about you. That you got to look down and say, you know what? I can leave my son's money. I can leave him a house. I can leave him a car. But those are temporal things. The external things that's going to last for eternity is them working for the kingdom of God. And listen. Not everyone here is going to come into this church as a young man that sits on a youth pastor. They're going to be people who's 20s, 30s, 40s, and 50s. And we got to take an effort and be intentional to help train them and to help um, um, minister to them so that they can rise up and become a leader in God's kingdom. Amen. Yeah.
Won't we clap our hands today and thank him for his word. Thank you for your presence, God. Thank you for the discoveries that we find in the presence of the almighty Lord. Thank you, Jesus.